Anyways, so when we last left our intrepid heroes, uh, John, you weren't with us last week. But the party decided that the, the best course of action would be to go back to the hag's house and uh, start snooping around. So now we finally have a full party after, I think, three sessions. Um, and the party had gone back to this, to the, the hag's hut and started going through stuff when they found a hatch in the floor and a zombified gorilla monkey came out and tried to kill them. I love it. They killed him. And then they started climbing down the stairs, and then there were orcs down there. So they lit the stairs on fire and lit most of the orcs on fire, and then the orcs all fell down in the fire. <laughs> then they went to the next flight of stairs when the orcs retreated, then came back with greater numbers, and Adora sprayed acid all over the stairs, and Jess created the illusion of fire on the stairs. It seemed right. to work. Adara and Jess seem to work really well together. It's been good so far. <coughs> mm. So, uh, was I... What was my character doing? Did he, like, pass out from something? Or... You're tagging along smoking a doobie. I like it. The party was doing fairly well on their own as you were bringing up the rear, making sure that nobody snuck up behind you. I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> you may have electrocuted the uh, the occasional swamp life because it startled you, but, you know. Everything's... So I'm going to stand up with a nice big stretch and join my party, I guess. All right, because we're all about to come. Can... <laughs> you guys continued meandering down a flight of stairs and the party then discovered a ritual circle Ooh, video. Our little, we're on little tripod tonight all good is that what you call Sharon now <laughs> that's what she calls him <laughs> <laughs> Hi oh. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So the party coming down this flight of stairs sees a large chamber or a larger chamber with two glowing circles in the room. And the back at a table, you hear a shriek from this green woman as she animates the corpses along the wall and they start shambling towards you. Oh dear. Roll for initiative. Gotcha. Get that going. Ten. Ten. Eighteen. Sixteen. All right. Uh, I need K2 and Adara to straight roll for me, please. Eight. Nine. <laughs> Eight. 
oh, we're starting off strong. I think I might replace this dice soon. I did. <laughs> I might do it again. And Kayla, before right. we start, are we? Uh, am I rested, or am I continuing on from Thursday? Uh, I believe you're full up because you didn't do anything last night. You guys did spend the night after defeating the hag. So I'm good to go. Yes. Okay. So, Jess, that puts you up at the top, both literally and figuratively. Uh, be, uh, is that also because I never had a chance to talk to her, but I was going to ask um, if she could or Megan could enchant some of my or at least one of my bullets for my for my cool pistol. Who, me? I can't enchant. No, no, sorry, Megan. Adara. Yep, I can. The one that, and then I can, then I can load it, and then, then we can go into battle. Or is that, is that, is that ship sailed? Uh, how long does the spell last? I am uh, not sure. One minute. Okay, so you, because it is only one action to load it, so you could unload and reload it with this one, and then keep going but yeah it would only last for a minute before returning to a regular bullet like what i was saying is while we were getting while i was following behind them i probably would have knew there was a battle coming and prepared this ahead of time that's what i'm asking is it too late to do that story-wise i'll let you do it sweet thank you adora and and dm you got it so so that gives yes. me an extra, sorry, an extra plus something. 1d6 when you hit things. Okay, thank you. I'll shut up now. <laughs> so Jess, you're the, you're, you're, the party's coming down the stairs and you see this scene unfolding. Yep, yep, I got it. I'm going to slap K2 on the back and cast heroism. So you got this, buddy. And then I'm going to give him uh, inspiration as well. Perfect. And then we're back the heck out of there. <laughs> All right. Nilrim. Yes, yes. You are coming down the stairs next. <laughs> do you want to exit the stairs or do you want to stay in the stairs? I, I, I note uh, Camille's there uh, retreat and I think I'll, I think I'll follow. But um, since we're in battle here, might as well use a that mage armor spell here on myself since I'm pretty up there and, ex and exposed. So I cast right. mage armor and then run with Camille. <laughs> All right. Next is our demon friends. We're a brave bunch. I inspired and heroismed our tank. It's fine. We got this. Our tank. Who's uh, uh, is that? K2. That's a uh, Cam. That's K2. Eh? K2, That's K2, sir. K2. Yep, the paladin. <laughs> As the four rotting orc corpses move towards the staircase, the hag 
skitters around behind uh, skitters around behind them. K two. All right, my first order of action is I'm going to turn mm -hmm. unholy. Turn unholy. Nice. What, what is? Explain that to me again. I've never heard that one. It's a turn undead. Yeah. You also you also gain three temporary hit points, and you do have an inspiration dice that you can use. Just to, just be aware of that. All right. Uh, what save do they make with turn undead? Wisdom. Oh, that's not good. Not a high DC though. Seventeen, sixteen, eight, and eleven. What is the DC? Eleven. So two of them are running away. But they can't do anything because it's not their turn. Well, that's also a little bit of the problem. At least temporarily. That's not bad. Um, anything else, Mr. K2? Just going to pull out my beehive and wait for my next turn. Uh, Adora. Oh yeah. Um, I am stepping down and I am tossing my last jar of grease on the ground in front of whoever I'm closest to. Can't quite tell. Um... So you've got two of them on either side of that glowing rune in the floor. Yeah, I'll go for the guy on my right. Hey, Mr. Readybones. Yep. All right. Uh, so roll me to throw it. Do I have to? He's within 60 feet. <laughs> oh, wait. No, it's based on a spell. You're not actually throwing a jar. Yep. Sorry. That is fair, but he has to make a deck save. Yes, he does. And what is the DC? 13. How big is your AOE for the grease? 10 foot square. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right. He slips and is prone in said grease. Woohoo! Failed by one. I should like to nod to the bard and say, light him up. And then I'm just oh, gonna we're lighting that shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna ready my scimitar slot. I'm ready for my next attack. Alright, that does put us back up at Jess. Um I'm gonna try to do the same trick I did before. Where I lit an arrow and uh lit up the grease. Sure. Mm. Um you guys do 
you guys do still have the lamp with you, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Then yes, you can. Um, what kind of... Uh, is there a roll that I need to make for that other than the attacher? I'm going to... I'm going to allow you the logic that you would probably have tied a few of these up because this seems to be working rather well for you. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. Or at least going into you would have pre-wrapped one of them. Cool. All right, so then um, I guess make an attack for the grease. Yeah. Don't roll a one. I rolled an eight, so that's 14. Awesome. You... Hit the undead, roll me damage on your arrow. Oh, seriously? And then catch the grease on fire. Uh, minimum damage of five. Okay. Uh, hmm. Megan, does grease... Piercing. This doesn't say how much fire it does, does it? It doesn't say. It's... Usually regular fire, it's like 1d6. It's not a whole lot. No. But it's... 1d6 every round as it's burning. Yep, and it is indeed burning as it burns for another three points of, of fire damage. Also, that was piercing. It was an arrow, so um, some undead have resistances to the types of damage. I'm not sure Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Nilrim, there is now a fire over here with one dude in it. The fire spilling over into the glowing runes of the floor. Okay. So, um, am I in range of an opportunity attack if I back into a safe distance? Uh, no, you're still in the stairwell. Fair enough. And the fire is in front of me there. So, which character? Like, I guess I uh, can I hit a character that's closest or that has the most damage already done to them. Uh, if you were to come down the stairs and look out there, the one that would look like it's taken the most damage is currently sitting in a fire. The rest of them appear, I mean, they're rotting, but intact. The guy on fire okay. you have advantage against. Well, we're going to go for the guy on fire. Is he close to anyone else or no? No. We're going to stick with the chromatic orb. Alrighty, roll your attack. With advantage, I roll it twice. Yes. Um, and I use my, my spell attack bonus? Yep. 23 to hit. <laughs> what kind of damage are you doing? He already has fire, so let's go with uh, acid. On so, oh, no, all his open wounds. Okay, roll your damage. I rolled a 18. It's uh, just 3d8, I think, right? So 18 acid damage. As the blackening, burning flesh sizzles on the uh, on the outside of the body until it's hit with this pinkish liquid, and then you see the black skin melting away 
only to reveal more of the the pale undead flesh that the fire then licks back up, causing it to crisp over again until his upper half and his lower half are um, now their own holes. <laughs> I like it. I put an evil grin on my face. Does anybody else smell bacon? I'm hungry. Ah, uh, next up would be the bad guys, don't it? Right, so one, two, three, four, five. Dara. Oh yeah. One of them has in on you. Does a fifteen hit you? Just. Well, then his second attack absolutely won't. <laughs> you take five points of bludgeoning damage as it hits you and you feel the clammy flesh slam into you. Ew, she wrinkles her nose. She's not impressed. K2, it is now your turn. I'm going to move to the closest one to me and just swing away. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go straight for the hag. Oh. Okay, so you would have to push past this guy coming out of the stairs. If you go past him, it would lead to an opportunity attack. I'll take the attack. I want to get rid of the spellcaster first. Geek the mage. Always geek the mage. All right, you launch across the room. Never mind. He misses you entirely. I'm far more interested in Adara than you. Go. That's going to be a 20 to hit. Yes. And I'm going to pump one Divine Smite into this as well. Oh, that's not good. So that's 10 for the damage and then an additional 8 for the Divine Smite. So 18 total. Starting to remember why I stopped using this tripod. <laughs> hey, Caleb, can you point to my character just for one second? Yeah, give me one second, I'll get you a better angle. I went to a collectible store, I mean, uh, a hobby store there in Winnipeg, and all they sold was Warhammer. I couldn't get, I couldn't find any D&D shit. I asked for a mm -hmm. wizard, they're trying to order me Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. I'm like, fuck, man. You were looking for a nerd store and you didn't fucking ask for advice? Dude. You're right, that was dumb of me. 
Next time I'm in Winnipeg, I need... I got the best nerd store ever there, that collectible store if you want old school video games and that kind of stuff. But for hobbies, I don't know any. I will... I, I'll, I'll take you some places. Deal. All right, so you are still back here at the staircase. Now, which one's mine? Uh, this one, I'm sorry. I'm working on painting, everybody. Okay, I like it. Uh, K2, right? You did 18 points of damage. Anything else? Uh, nope, just going to hold for the next next attack. And with Turn Undead, do they make the save again every turn? I don't believe so. Let me look up the spell. That or they're scared for a full minute. Yeah, double check that. We'll get back to that. Adara! Yeah. That bad guy that whacked me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to attempt to whack him with my scimitar. Chop, chop. Um, 17 to hit. That will hit him. Roll your damage. Uh, six slashing, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to whack him again. Uh, 18 to hit. Yep. And three slashing. You cut him down, his pieces not no longer attached as he's now just a uh, a corpse with no arms and legs. He's not dead, but he's also not going anywhere. His name is Matt. And then I shall curse at him in Sylvan just for the fun of it. I'm pretty sure he doesn't understand any language that you speak anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Miss Jess still up in the uh, still up in the staircase. Can I get a uh, line of sight on the hag? If you were to come out of the stairs, you'd be here. Um, mm. You still have 20 feet of movement, though, so you could move yourself around the room. No, I like hiding behind somebody. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. So I will take a shot at the hag. All right. an 18 to hit if that hits minimum yes. damage of 5 that sucks mm. and uh, so K2 is adjacent to the hag right now right yep hmm. I'm going to say I'm going to save by the bardic inspirations alright that's it Thanks. that's my whole turn Here's an interesting meta question. As the bard who put an inspiration on someone, do you know if they've used it? Uh, no. Not, not strictly speaking, no. But they can't ever get more than one, so unless I'm fairly certain they've already used it, then I won't give them it again. Yeah. Just an interesting meta thought. We'll discuss it more another time. Nilrim. The doorway is now clear from the staircase. All right. Who's the next uh, one that looks like he's ready to go down? Well, if you move yourself out into the room, there's a hag directly in front of you that K2 is currently giving a speaking to. 
Ooh, and yeah. undead running away that way. Well, um, just to make sure sh she doesn't go anywhere, I'll cast web on her. There's no fire around, is there? No. Well, actually, this spot is on fire. Yes, I forgot about that. Um, I need another something that I can use for fires. Will the web touch the fire, I guess, is the question. If you put it behind her and hope to catch her that way, probably not. But if you get it much closer than her, yes. Fuck it. We'll just put a bonfire on her and make everything fire. Create bonfire, I guess. Underneath the hag. All right. Uh, dex. I think it's a dex. Um... She plants herself firmly in place, bending her knees a little, preparing to launch herself at K2 as the fire ignites under her. That'll be a nat one on her uh, deck save. Ooh. I love it. So 1d8 I roll? Yeah, you roll 1d8, and then we're going to add another 8, because I think if you fail saving throws, you should be able to critically fail a saving throw. I got a five, not bad. Five, eight, thirteen. Sorry, I'm running left-handed tonight because I have to hold the camera because this angle isn't working. I should have thought about this beforehand. That's fine. You're training yourself to be ambidextrous. Good work. I've always been ambidextrous. <laughs> I'm ambidextrous I for a lot of things, but not everything. I only do that if my right arm's tired. Nah. Same. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Anyways, now it's the bad guy's turn, so she has to make another deck save. Uh, 12. Uh, and I have 14 spell save DC. So she rolled a D8 again. Uh, one. She takes one point of damage. That's all right. That's one more point of damage. As she leaps out and tries to get past K2. Fuck, the web would have been a better idea. But now she's clear of fire. She is clear of fire. K2, I need an opportunity attack out of you. If you haven't used it, don't forget you have inspiration. Is that, is that me you're talking to? No, no. K2, K2. 15 total, oh, not oh. with inspiration. 15 total with inspiration? Yep. Unfortunately, that does not hit as she then points at you and launches a tiny little bolt of lightning. Does 23 hit you? Oh, shit. Uh, you take four points of lightning damage. That sucked. And now it's your turn. I'm going to return that in kind. I'm going to go straight for her and bash her face in. <laughs> 
run away from the fire that's beside the pool of grease. They're not, you know, touching yet, but... And you go charging after this hag. As you start coming down this hallway, this filthy smell, like just... Like a mixture of reptile feces and rotting flesh assaults your nose. Excuse me. Natural 19. That will hit. Twelve points of damage. Ouch. As the cool kids would say, she is bloody. Mm. Anything else, Mr. K2? Uh, not at this moment. Perfect. Adara. Yeah, I was just going to so say. So there are those guys that are still running away over there. Mm-hmm. Or K2 has gone charging down the hall after the green skinned lady. Um, I would like to go after the green skinned lady as well. Oh, perfect. She's exactly 30 feet away from you. Awesome. And again, as you move down this hallway, you you two smell this just foul stench. Delightful. You own a reptile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, but worse. Oh, that's a hint, isn't it? Anyway, I'm going to wacky-wack again. Um, 18 for the first hit. Yep. Nine points of slashing. Uh, 20, not natural, for the second. And, ooh, max damage, six points of slashing. That was a good round. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very good round. Jess, back up at you. You find yourself in the room with the rituals, the three ritual circles. Two of the undead are still running away, and your party has run off that way. <laughs> what do you do? Mess with the ritual circles. Sorry. <laughs> I'd like to remind you there's a pool of grease on fire right here, and then a fire over here. Well, the, grease... the room is very well illuminated at the moment. The grease only lasts for a minute, so. Well, it hasn't been a minute. Yeah, fair enough. That's ten rounds. That's true. So my thing's not enchanted anymore. It hasn't been a minute. Oh, okay, good. Better use that shit. Jess. All right, I'm assuming that I'd have to move up to see the, uh, what's her nuts again? Uh, yeah, you would have to move over here to be able to even begin to see what's going on, and your party members have clogged up that hallway pretty good. Well, I'm going to take a shot and hope I don't hit anybody important. All right, you are rolling at disadvantage. That's 22. 
a 16 and a 17 on the dice. Damn. Roll your damage. Holy shit, maximum damage of 10. That's probably the best I'm ever going to roll. How much damage was that? 10. And was that one of your barbed arrows or one of your regular arrows? One of the regular arrows. Perfect. I am firmly in the camp of thinking that she's also an undead, so I'm not going to bother with the barbed ones. She's not. I know that as a player, but my character doesn't know that. You you aim your arrow in such a way that you time it with Adara's swing so that your arrow is split down the middle and fractures off, slamming into two different places into it, into her, causing her, you can see her like go, <clears throat> as she lunges forward from the sudden penetration in her abdomen. Y'all look dirty. <laughs> Take that, you undead bastard. Nilrim. Okay, how long has it been? Like fifty, but we're on round four, like twenty-four seconds. Okay, I got time. Um, the, would the web would the web work without entrapping my companions? I mean, it might entrap your companions if you try and stuff it in that tiny space. Damn. Um. Take the risk. I don't want to get in away. Okay. I'm going to cast web on the wench. All right. Uh, and you try to aim it behind them. I would just like you to roll me uh, arcana. Just, just roll me arcana. Arcana. Ooh, not 20, boy. Not 20. Plus six in Arcana. That's a 26. So you manage to weave the spell in such a way that as the webs are spurting out across the room, they catch her across the midriff, uh, sealing in the arrows or the, uh, the split arrow, and then they explode outwards. So the web starts at her and is now spurted down the hallway that way, but manages to not touch your party. What's the nice. DC on that? She'll have to roll next turn. But... My spell save DC? Yeah. 14. Cool. I'm not even going to give her that on this turn, but because that was so awesome. All right, now it is the bad guy's turn. Actually, yeah, now I do need that number. Thanks. Uh, she, unfortunately, got 15 on her dexterity. Nope, I'm going to keep her with her original plan. She wouldn't have had time. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a cluster fuck. But as the web is hurtling towards her, I would like a dexterity save out of K2 and Adara as she puts her hands together in front of her and flames burst forward. 
19. 15. 15. You both take six points of fire damage as the burning flames erupt out. She takes 12 points of burning damage as she lights the web on fire. Yikes. That was her plan. I'm not changing it based on something that she wouldn't have been able to stop. And that would put us at K2. You're a little crispy at the moment, but so is she. Gonna swing away. Natural 19. That'll hit. Twelve points of damage. What are you swinging with? The beehive. Are you sure about that? She's on fire, isn't she? Yes. Would have realized that. Uh... You definitely would have. Um... I will let you use the butt end of it, but you lose the d4 in damage. Okay, that will be just a total of nine points of damage. Well, you want the good news? As you slam her in the in the crispy nose. You hear a crack that is far louder than than crunchy skin as you pull back and realize that you're uh, you may have pushed a little harder than you meant to, and the nose is now an innie. Hmm. And she kind of stumbles back, falling into the the charred bits of web that line the floor. I just look at her and go, you should get that checked out. Like there is, the nose is gone and there is a round indent in the middle of her face from the butt end of this. She's very dead. And she had been meaning to go heading down this hallway. I'm going to use my movement just to peek around that corner. As you carefully step over the corpse and around the little bits of moss that caught on fire that are still burning, you see a long corridor with two doorways off of it, and the stench is, whatever the smell is, it's coming from down the hallway. That's a later problem.
so humans and non-humans, mostly non-humans, <laughs> what would you like to do? I nudge K2 forward. Go ahead, man. What's down the hallway? Two doors and a horrible smell. I agree, you should go. I'm going to light his sword up. Or his beehive up. <laughs> Alright, I proceed to the first door. You proceed to the first door. I'm going to give him inspiration again. Before he opens the door. I'm trying not to show you guys the entire map, but that's not working, so screw it. I'm sorry, I'm not critical role. I don't have $9 million to buy better equipment. Support our Patreon. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. All that stuff helps. Katie, you move down the hall. You peer in. And as you step into this, through the first door, there's a second door on the other side. And as you step in, you hear this sudden whoosh of water coming from the next room. Oh, for Christ's sakes. Now we can move to the next door. I think the rest of us are going to be coming up behind him, but slowly. What's your marching order for you three? Uh, I'm going to be like close to the end. Adora will go second. I'll be in the middle. I'm not going to gingerly open this door. I'm just going to kick it open. Nice. Nice. Love the kick in the door method. As you kick in the door, you are greeted by the sight of an orc sitting on a toilet. He screams, <laughs> attempting to like pull, pull up his pants while he was in the middle of taking a deuce into this row. There's a row of toilets that are just holes that kind of filter into a large central pit underneath. Sorry, this is going to be a shitty day for you. I'm going to run at him and bonk him on the head. <laughs> he puts his hands up. <laughs> Natural 18. That will hit him. You know what? Roll with advantage because his pants are around his ankles. I just want to see if you get a 20. No, only a 16. Nine points of damage. As you crack him in the side of the head with the beehive, the bees buzzing around him. He swings a hand around, trying to get them out of his face while his pants are still fall, uh, still around his ankles. Slips at a piece of caca and falls down, banging his head. He's still breathing, but um, he's probably out for at least the next half hour. 
brain damage is likely. I'm going to move to the next stall and kick in that door. Oh, these aren't stalls. It's literally a row of, like, it's a bench with holes in it. Awesome. <clears throat> All right. Going to move down, see if there's anything else in here. Uh, as you're slowly working your way through, you look down one of the filthy holes into the cesspit underneath, and something moves. How big are these holes? Something moved uh -huh. where? In in the cesspit. Question. Question. Are, are the rest of us coming into this room? At this point? I am. I'm you are welcome to Well, we're all following each other, so... Yeah. Um, as we're all... As we're passing the orc there, I'm just gonna draw my knife and cut his throat, because oh. his head is worth money to me. I was going to do that, too, if I couldn't fit him down one of the shitters into the pit. <laughs> oh, we don't want to toss him in there until we cut the head off. Well, I wanted to see what was down there, but fair <laughs> enough. You can take the head, and then I'll throw him in. Yeah, not until not everything around here is dead first. I'm literally going to turn to the party and be like, does anybody want to deal with a shit monster? As, as me and Adara are both looking up at you with our knives drawn over top of the <laughs> unconscious orc, uh... <laughs> this is awkward. Just gonna, just gonna sheath that real slow. Nothing. Take the head. Let's back out of this room slowly. Um, do you have a rock? Is there a rock? Is there something in here that's rock-like? I mean, the orc had armor. Uh, good enough. I can slice off a piece of leather or something like that, like a strapping, and cast light on it. Here, toss this down the pit. You can see what's down there. Smart. I keep forgetting I can do that, too. <laughs> Your sword is no longer lit, by the way. I can only, I can only have light. I can only have one. As you peer down as the piece of leather falls down you see the, the gross cesspit of urine and feces. And then as the leather hits it, suddenly it froths. Like there are dozens of things in there. And then the bright leather disappears as it is torn to shreds. And then the cesspit, it goes dark. Gross. I have a theory, but that's as a player. Uh, as a character, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Um, is there some kind of knowledge check I can do? Adara's supposed to be really smart. As to what might live in shit? Uh, sure. Make me... You wouldn't have run into these through uh, running into them naturally. You'd have run into them academically. So make me a uh, history check and see if you've learned anything about this guy. Okay, I've got good history. 22. Damn, that is good history. 
Um, you have read about a particular uh, breed of eel that has been known to take up residence in polluted waters using the pollution as a form of um, sustenance as they breathe through it. However, they're also slightly insane and um, exceptionally violent and carnivorous. Okay. So Adara will uh, kind of, will wrinkle her nose again and uh, look at her party and say, the only thing I know that would live in a place like that is a particularly nasty eel. It will eat you and your droppings. Yummy. Well, then how about we don't go in there? Yeah, I don't advise swimming. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, find the other door and back out of the room slowly. I'd like everyone in the party to make me a nature check. Fifteen. I'm also good at nature. Sixteen. Eleven. Eighteen. What did you get again? Uh, 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 Jess? remember if you got 16. I think so. Either way, with your uh, nature check at an, eight, at an 18, you are aware of methane gas. Oh, yeah. But I'm also that. aware that I don't know the exact expanse of everything down there. Just letting you know the tools in your toolbox. Yep. As you guys move down the hall, out, out the other door, that, again, as you step on it, you suddenly hear this flush of water, and it is water that shoots out from the wall behind each of the holes and just kind of rinses them off. That's... Dropping water down into the cesspool. That's really gross. <laughs> Floppy. You know what? It's quite advanced for work society. Some low-level magic items. Pressure plate. You can make that happen, no problem. So as you make your way into the down the hall and around the corner, you peer into the largest chamber you've seen thus far. And in it appears to be check my notes here, make sure I get this one right. Don't mix up my rugs. 
appears to be where uh, you count three beds. I don't have a third bed, Penny. I'm sorry. Lining the walls. Along one of the other walls there are a bunch of cages and more shelves like the ones that you saw in the hag's hut. Inside of a couple of the cages there are living animals. Weasels, a couple different birds. A rather hungry looking wolf. There doesn't appear to be anybody or anything of a threat in this room. Doesn't appear to be any other doors around here? No, this room dead ends. And unless the hag really needed to use the bathroom, this was where she was heading. Maybe we scared the shit out of the her. The shit out of her. How rough do these animals look? Um... Well, they don't look happy. Oh, the changes are small. Um, these could very well be used in ritual sacrifices or uh, whatever weird magic they get in. Hags get into. I'm gonna go over to one of the cages, one of the smaller creatures. Gonna snap his neck. Put it in the cage of the wolf, and then go to that shelf. I'm sorry, which? You're giving what to the wolf, and then where? Gonna kill one of the smaller creatures, give it to the wolf, and then move on to the shelf. Alright, you toss it into the wolf, and the wolf immediately digs into the, uh... into the, uh... uh bird that you toss into its cage and you start going over the shelf and much like what you saw up before there's a couple eyeballs in jars uh there's a, a scorpion floating in some sort of liquid but the scorpion appears like it's its legs are still moving it's alive but somehow suspended in liquid um much of very interesting odds and ends. Roll me investigation. Fifteen. You find a very interesting set of boots that as you pick up, they kind of they tingle, and as you're kind of looking at them, they they have this strange, almost electric feel to them. But as you turn them over, you look at them, and the, the footprint padding is backwards. Like, where's, like, the, where's the, 
toe of the uh, the uh, where your toe would be is on the bottom where the heel imprint would would go. Gonna toss those back to Jess and ask her what these are. Is there a roll I can make for that? Uh, to get much more than what he's got, you you would tell just by handling them. There's some sort of magic here, uh, and the the boots would create some sort of a backwards walking path if you were wearing them. Hmm. Weird. I'm gonna call them so backwards boots. I guess I would need to need to identify, which I don't have. So. Yep. Or you've got to spend an hour with it, because in Five E you can just spend an hour with a magic item, and you get to know all the things that it does. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. I'll slap that in the bag with the heads. It's an extra dimensional space. It'll be fine. <laughs> Worst case scenario, it just needs a quick wipe off. It, 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 it's, I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. Is there any right. other like, food around this room? Not that you can find, other than the animals in jars. Did we throw that body down the shitter? Gonna go grab that body. Absolutely, you go back and grab the body and drag it into this room. We cut off the head first, then we drag it in. Absolutely, yeah. I'm going yeah. to feed it to the wolf. Okay, so um, are you chopping it up and feeding bits in through the bars, or are you opening up the uh, the cage and trying to stuff it in? Oh, I'm going to pull parts up. I'm going to pull it apart, feed it first before I open it. So you uh, you start by removing the arms. And then, as they're the easiest. For some reason, I imagine K2 would just put, like, a foot on the rib cage and grab the wrist and pull. That's my vision. Yep, just crunch as the arm pops out of its socket and the flesh tears. And you just kind of feed it in, making sure to let go as the wolf again begins sinking its teeth in, ripping the flesh off. If you're going to spend some time doing this, the rest of the party has the option to add a short rest if they would like to, because it will take you some time to feed it to him. But once you uh, get the limb... I'll take a short rest. I get to like do something special on a short rest, don't I? You get to uh, spend hit dice to regain hit points and regain any abilities that are regained on a short rest. But I With think I have some sort, of, for... some sort of tiefling thing. Wait, one sec. I think some of your spells, if you've used them, would refill. Double check that. It says I gain spell slots equal to half my wizard level rounded up. So, what yes. is, so so that would be one and a half, so two? Stop. Oh, okay. 
That is an ability that you're only going to get to use twice in a day. I don't mind. Like technically rules is written. I've, I've modified a lot of stuff with the rest system. So it's a lot shorter abilities like that only go off twice per day. So you can do that and gain back those spell slots, but then you won't have that. You only have one more use of that ability before you need to take a long rest. And it says here, I can only do it once a day. Oh, so yeah, that's even less. But yes, uh, short of ability or short rest abilities only fire up to a maximum of twice a day. But I don't care if you take more short rests than that, because how you choose to spend your hit dice is up to you guys. Yeah. You so can find some, so uh, if you can find something to hold up for fifteen minutes, you go for it. Oh, is anyone else doing a short rest or no? I'm gonna start collecting heads. Um, I'll rest. Because I don't need hit points, but I do need spell slots. And you guys can just take a breather. Yeah, I could use I'm both, collect but some I'm heads. only getting hit points back. Okay. <laughs> do you recover any spells slots on a regularly on a short rest? Normally not. No. No. Um, no. So then I guess I'll take a short rest and use that ability. And so what does that mean? I gain two level one spells or one level two spell? Dealer's choice. You pick. One or one or the other, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take my my level one slash spells back, both of them. That works. All right, K two, you get through feeding the limbs to the wolf, and you're left with just the torso, and it's kind of looking at you, looking at it, looking at you through the bars. I know it can't understand me, but I'm gonna look at straight now and be like, "All right, you can eat the rest of this body." Find whatever else you want to eat around here, except for us. I'm going to slowly open the cage. It steps out and goes straight for the corpse. Still warm and leaking blood as it, you know, starts by licking up some of the blood. It's obviously thirsty. And then starts pulling at the, the bits of flesh. The other animals are freaking out at this point. Do you stick around, or are you uh, you leaving your friend to his fate? Eh, I've let him go. We'll see how it goes from there. I'm out. So you leave him munching away. As you guys, so do you guys want to start backtracking? Yeah, I'm backtracking to collect heads. I'm going to start with the four undead and the hag. That we just passed, and then I'm gonna work, work my way back up the hole. Yeah, yeah, about that. But Jess, as you're in here collecting the undead heads, because I mean, heads are heads, right? Hey, everything is worth money in this, and we're going to get a hefty bonus because nobody mentioned anything about hags, nobody mentioned anything about regular sized. Um, ogres, and nobody mentioned anything about hags, so or undead, or, undead, or an ape, so cha-ching as you're collecting heads and sawing them off you hear 
clattering coming from down the hall. People are coming. Immediately book it back to the party. Drop the head. Off I go. Jess is a coward. She doesn't go to stay and fight. So the party hold up in their uh, in their hallway. Jess comes flying back down the hall rather quickly. Get to a stop. There's clattering over there. A mouse you can now hear. You can now hear the footsteps coming through. Did you say there was a weasel in the cage? Yes. I'm going to grab the weasel cage. All right. You just grab the weasel cage. I'm going to run to where, just about where the opening is and wait. I think I know where you're going with this. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> So if I understand you correctly, you want to come like way on this side of the hallway and wait for someone to come up this way. Yep. All right. Well, good news is you don't have to wait very long until the first of an orc party comes up and you hear them about to come around the corner. I'm literally going to step out in front of him and smash that weasel case into his face. I would like you just to make me a strength check. How much force do you have with this? Natural 18 for a total of 21. As you punch him in the face, the bottom side of the cage actually crumples a little bit around his face, causing the weasel to panic. And now the cage is stuck to the orc's face, with a very panicking weasel who is trying to claw his way out of a bad situation. The orc begins screaming, trying to tear this thing off of his face. I say sorry to the weasel, and then kick the guy. I'd like you to make me one more strength check. Eighteen. He gets tripped by this and lands falling as the weasel is continuing to claw at him. We'll just hop back into initiative order from there. Adara, K2 has uh, punched a weasel into a man's face. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to cut him. Hopefully. Well, he's presently prone, so... Stabby, stabby? Stabby, stabby. Okay, that is 17 to hit. That'll hit. And... Six points of slashing. Six points of slashing. And then I'm going to whack him again with my bonus action. Nope, I'm not. I rolled a two. <laughs> And all right, he is not looking good with a large gaping wound in his abdomen and a very like you. You are now starting to see blood dripping from his face, 
as the scared weasel is, uh, well, you can't tell if it's the eye juice that's leaking out or just blood. Let's put it that way. <laughs> the orc is having a very, very, very bad day. Jess. Did just the one orc that we see? Uh, you heard the clattering of more people, but that's the one orc that they've seen so far. All right, I am going to get into a position and like so I can see a little bit down that hallway there that the one orc that's collapsed in, and uh, ready in action to fire when I see another one. As you peer down the hallway, you do see that there are more of them in the large ritual chamber. Um, I'll take a shot then. If I could see them. Uh, yeah, you can actually see them, and they are within range of a short bow, without being at disadvantage. Sweet. 60 feet, right? Yeah, that's what a short bow is. I think it's 80 feet for a long bow. Ooh, 14 to hit. 14 to hit. That will that will hit. Oh, nice. Minimum damage of, of 5. That's still a bunch of... That's still some damage as you slam an arrow into him. Nilrim. The party now huddled over here. One orc down on the ground here, and somewhere in this room, Jess just fired an arrow at some orcs that you can barely see. And those orcs are very close together? Yes. Great bonfire right in the middle of the mall. You're not all out. What the hell? They both make their save by lots. Dicks. I know, hey. right? Oh, so I have a thing if I fail a save, but I don't have any ability if you fail a save. So fuck me, I guess. However, the room is now even more well illuminated. And uh, they don't seem to like that very much. Uh, now it is their turn. Two of them move forward, one of them, uh, both of them throwing a javelin. Adora, I'm terribly sorry that you are standing in the doorway. Because one of those is about to hit you. For seven points of piercing damage, as you get hit in the shoulder with this wooden... It's pointy and wooden, but it's not straight. You're not sure how he threw it. Is it. I can't, in the middle of this, I can't hand her, since I'm pretty close, a health potion or anything, can I? Um, You'd have to wait until your turn. You'd have to pull it out and then hand it to her. So. Is that in a full action, or is that a bonus? Bonus, because you are allowed to have one or two potions on your belt. I'll flesh that whole thing out later. But I make the assumption that as an adventurer, if you had a potion, you'd keep at least one of them handy. Beyond oh, yeah. that, they might be in your backpack and you're going to have to do some digging. Uh, let's just uh, say I have one of them handy then. 
it's only a bonus action to pull it off of the um, off of the, the on your turn. It'd be, it would be a bonus action to take it off, and then your free action to hand it off to somebody uh, or okay. a full action to drink it. Shit, this is complicated. Taking something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on homebrewing a better system. The rules are vague at best. Um, and I might have them wrong. It's entirely possible. I am unfortunately not omnipotent. All right, Adara, then I'll do it on my next turn. Sounds like a plan. Where were we? Bad guys. K2! Is the guy on the ground living or dead? I He's living, but he is screaming, and you can see the cage. He started to pull it off as it's like peeling bits of his face off as he's forcing it off. I'm going to turn back to everybody else and be like, take care of that, and I'm going to move forward to the next person. All right, you move up to the next dude. Fire away. Sixteen. Right, this is why I switched to the big arm. Sixteen will absolutely hit. Nine points of damage. Fuck you, gravity. Sorry, nine points? Sounds great. He is going to put a javelin in your tummy. Does a 21 hit you? It sure does. You take three points of piercing damage. Yippee! I smile at him. Madara, you are also going to be hit with a uh, dirty 20. Uh, yep. And you're going to take four points of piercing damage. Awesome. Fucking D6. <laughs> K2. Wait, no. Yes. Did I screw that up? Maybe. I haven't gone in a while. Yeah, yeah no, I no. It's Adora. I gave them an extra turn. I'm sorry. Bad guys <laughs> went. <laughs> um, well, the guy that just uh, hit me is going to get stabbed. Or slashed. Hopefully. Uh, you would need to advance. You can do it and not incur a single opportunity attack in the process. Alright, that's the important part. Okay. 19 to hit. That will hit him. And... 9 points of slashing. And... Bonus action attack is 15 to hit. That will hit. Woo! And another five slashing. Well done. 
as you run up and start slashing chunks out of him. Jess, uh, hitting any of the two further down the hall is pretty much impossible as your party's in the way. However, there is still this dude pulling, trying to pull the weasel off his face. Um, I'm going to wander just behind. Uh, it's K2 in front, right in front of me, right? Yep. I'm going to wander uh, past this orc behind behind K2 to be just in front of him. Um, no, uh, one more square over. Yeah, perfect. Here? Uh, nope, nope, too far. There you go. And I'm going to take a shot at the guy Take K2 is fighting. Um, if I can, I'll okay. just kick the guy who's on the ground just because I can. But if it would eat up an attack, I'm not going to do that. But if I could... Uh, we'll call that your interact with object. Okay. 19 to hit. 19 will absolutely hit. Cool. For nine points of damage. That is enough to send him gurgling against the wall as the uh, as you pierce his jugular with an arrow. Sweet. And then you turn around and you kind of as he's as the guy behind you is trying to pull it off. You give him a, just a side kick in the elbow, causing his arm to slip, and he has to start over again. Ah, sucker. I'm going to whisper down to him, don't get attached, too attached to your head. <laughs> That's my turn. Uh, no room. So, there's this guy who's laying on the ground screaming. This guy who Adara is dealing with, and you're all the way in the back here. Okay, um... So I hand my potion off to Adara. Am I still close to her? Uh, no, she's way up here now. Oh, heck. That plan failed. Um, so I guess the one that she's in battle with, I'll aim for that one. And and let's do something. Is she he close? Are they five feet or anything like that? Uh, they are within five feet of Adara. I mean, like, with each other? No. There's the okay. one guy's down over here and the other one's over there. Fair enough. Um, let's just do... Ah, whatever. Let's just do Ice Knife on him. Alright, make your attack. Well, that's no good. Um, 13. 13 does successfully hit as you land it in his shoulder. How much damage does the initial Ice Knife do? I'm just finding it. Sorry. So I got here a 1d10 piercing on a hit and on a miss. Well, I hit hit, so a 1d10 piercing. Or yep. hit or miss, the shard explodes. Oh, yeah, that's not going to work. No one's near them, eh? Hang on. Each What's creature. What's your spell save DC? I have 14. And what save is it? A dexterity save? Yes. Awesome. Adara, you need to make a dexterity save. Shit, man. I'm sorry, Adara. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> That's all right. I should have read that closer. Um, 14. You successfully make it. So both of them succeed at that point. So you roll me the d10, and then do they take half damage from the explosion or none if they make it? 
target in 5p it exploded on a dex save it takes 2d6 cold and then on a hit the target takes 1d10 piercing yes but does it say anything about if they pass the uh, the save it just says hit or miss the shard then explodes and the target yeah and then if anyone in range takes 2d6 it doesn't say anything different for hit or miss Unless I'm reading it wrong. You create a uh, shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 1d10 piercing damage. Hit or miss, the shard then explodes. The target and each creature within 5 feet of the point where the ice exploded must succeed on a deck save or take 2d6 cold. That's all it says. That's all I got on D and D Beyond too. I'm pretty sure in our first campaign, Caleb, we played it as if you made the deck save, you didn't take any cold damage. Because I used so, that spell a lot in our first campaign. So do I even roll the D10? Because I didn't even roll, uh, yeah, it was success, so I should roll D10, but no one takes 2D6 cold. My D10 was a 7. Sorry, guys. I had to uh, step out and I'll be right, I'm back now. Uh, and five fate of it must succeed a deck saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage so yeah if they succeed then nobody takes that 2d6 so it's only the 1d10 7 7 points of damage dumb spell to use sorry not a dumb spell just because had he failed he would have taken the 2d6 as well and That is enough to actually blow out his shoulder in an icy red mist, and he is also dead. Yay. I inspector gadgeted him. As you finish, as you finish, Mr. or as you look over at Mr. Leaky Face. He has stopped fighting, and the weasel is now still panicked and trying to make its way out. What's still living in this room? Or living-ish? Around here? Just him. But then you hear a clatter from across the room. As you see the last orc standing there, having thrown down his weapon with his hands up. And I think that's a good place to cut it for this week. 